Here we go. Happy Friday, everybody. This is the second episode, Cat on the Loose, plus my gorgeous co-host Dylan, live with me from Florida to get your weekend started. And today we have a super special guest. Her name is Tammy. She's been a matchmaker forever, and she knows we have 10 million questions for her. So let's rock and roll super quickly. Hi, Tammy. Hi. How are you, girl? <laughs> We're great. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, I'm excited to chat with you about my business. It is fun and exciting and to be able to help people is just what I love to do. Awesome. So, I mean, first I want to tell everybody, you've been a matchmaker for a long time, right? Like 30 years? Yeah, a long time. So my, my mom started the company 27 years ago. Mm -hmm. And You must have seen it all. You must have seen every kind of relationship, situationship, crazy stuff in 20 years, right? Right. Yeah. Seen it all. Seen, it, seen everything. But, you know, we we really help people that are pretty serious about finding someone. Uh-huh. Um, yes, thing, crazy things have happened. But people that come to us are, are really serious about finding someone. They're typically working hard. They're busy. They don't want to do the app or online yeah. or they want that route. They just okay. maybe a bit more serious about like settling yeah. down and wanting to meet quality screened yeah. individuals, which we do for our clients. All right. So let's jump right on it. Uh, my first question to you is, do you think everybody out there is matchable? Or do you think there are some people that you just go like, oh, forget it. You are not matchable. You know, we do have people that are very specific in what they're looking for. They're looking for a needle in the haystack. Everybody, and right? It's going to be important for me to help that person as well. Uh -huh. So my clients typically are a bit more open-minded than closed-minded. And I don't take on everyone as a client. Not that they can't find their person, but if they are looking for the 1% of the population, I don't know that I am going to be deli delivering that person to them. So I will take on a client if I don't feel that I can help them and ma match them and make them happy. If they are looking for, you know, um, the, the the doctor that lives within okay, five so miles from them, and two years younger than them, them, and is over six three, and you know the mm -hmm. list goes on and on. Yeah, yeah. If, if I don't feel I can deliver that person that they're looking for, then I'm not going to take them on as a client, and I wish them all the best. But <laughs> the more open minded, the more options and possibilities of uh -huh. matches that you're going to be able to meet. So somebody that came to me that was that specific, I would advise them to be more open-minded and I would be able to help them. If they weren't, I probably would send them on their way. Awesome. So okay. the answer is some so people... Between the lines here, you want them to be more like realistic, right? Right. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Realistic is good. Are all your clients paying clients or do you match people? Like, let's say I come to you and I tell you, Tammy, I really want to find a boyfriend, a husband, but obviously I can't afford a gazillion dollars for for a, a, a matchmaker. Would you help somebody like that or everybody needs to be a paying client? Because, and I tell you why I ask you that question, because here it's like 100% honesty, open conversation. I have interviewed a matchmaker before, and I've talked to a bunch of matchmakers, and a lot of them, uh, and you tell me if you think you're different. They, like the guys who pay for the service, they pay a lot of money. So yeah, a lot of them have this crazy unrealistic expectations. And then these matchmaking agencies, including the one I interviewed on season two, they would be like, oh, I'll put girls on the, um, the list, whatever you guys call it, right? On, on the, make these profiles. So I actually send a lot of my friends to the matchmaker I interviewed. I said, well, that sounds interesting. And then because you're not paying, they just throw you on this list and they're like, oh, whatever. You know, if I decide one day I deserve to match you, fine. But most of the time, they just really treat these girls very poorly, in all honesty. So I kind of felt guilty that I sent a bunch of friends to this matchmaker because they were kind of mean to these girls that weren't paying. So what would you say about that? Um, well, um, I don't think that they should be taking on anyone that they don't have an idea of a match for them. So um, maybe that was a company that was maybe a bit smaller and they didn't really have clients for your friends. I personally wouldn't even bring on a free client if I didn't have somebody that I thought was nice for them. Because what's the point of saying, yeah, come yeah. on in, I'll make some introductions for you, and then you never hear from them. Exactly, right? Right. So, yeah, that's not the way we work. We have such a large database, and we have such a large, um, you know, team, and we're always having new clients come to us that if you came to me and I wouldn't say, yes, I have matches for you if I really didn't have matches for you. I love that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just put you in the system and never you'd never hear from me again. Mm -hmm. What would be the point of that? I would just let you know, um, you know, thank you. I'll yeah. let you know in the future. 
sure if I had someone for you, if I didn't have someone for you. Yeah, that's a lot more honest and real. Yeah. It's like getting somebody's hopes up and then never delivering anything. Exactly. I agree. It's not fair. Uh huh. I love no, that. Yeah, exactly. Now another question. Dylan is on the East Coast in Florida, and I'm in LA on the West Coast. So we were having this big debate. If you think, <laughs> if you actually think there is such a thing as a, a, a place that is easier to date as opposed to another place that is harder to date. In my mind, Miami is a nightmare for people to try to date. <laughs> people say the same about LA. I know, true, true. So what is your opinion since you've been in this business forever? Does geography matter or that's baloney? You know, I think the larger the location and the more the population, we just have more options. Yes, Miami is kind of a touristy area. So so can LA and so can New York and some of those big cities. People are there on business. They're coming in and out and coming back and forth. And so those might not be the best people that you want to be connecting with. Um, but I think that people that are, are, are there and they're local and they're looking for something, I feel like if there's millions of people to choose from, you have more... <laughs> You have more options uh -huh. than if it's a small rural yeah, sure. area. So you're gonna have way less options. Okay, so I you do think exactly <laughs> so there is hope for Miami, like Dylan can find her prince in Miami. <laughs> well, I don't know how you both find your prince. Are you both single? I would love to help you both. You guys are Yeah, so that was that. I was gonna tell you a story uh, that I started telling my listeners when I interviewed this lady. We don't have to say her name, but everybody can find out who she is because it's right there on the episode. I actually told her, I said, "How about you try to match me? Because then we can show people step by step of the process. Because a lot of people are intimidated when you talk about working with a matchmaker." And a lot of my guy friends told me that, oh, my God, I don't know. So I said, let's actually present the process step by step on the podcast and on my social media. And then we show people and then maybe it demystifies everything. And, you know, what she said to me on air, she was kind of like, yeah, sure. Then she sent me a message like, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I am afraid to try to match you <laughs> because if yes. Yeah, she was like, because if I don't match you, you are going to talk about it and you're going to tell people that I couldn't match you. And you always tell well, the truth. There you go. And I was like, are you serious? Uh, even if I'm not matchable or let's say I don't like the guys. I mean, what's the problem, right? Telling the truth because it could happen. Right? That, that's just the fact of life of dating. You're going to like people. You're going to not like people. But exactly. You, try, you need to get out there. You need different types of people you would normally meet. And you are a lovely person. Like I'm sure Thank like, you. you someone you didn't like, you're not going to bash this. No. Like, he wasn't for me, and can we try again? Like, yes. We've all been on bad days. It's going to be fine. For <laughs> sure. We always make sure we say this is not by any means a man bashing show. We love men. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to that subject, actually. Guys are... 
Yeah, but listen. We want to podcast to bash them and everything, and we never name names, and you know we use generalizations and we want to discuss <laughs> things, and we maybe we'll bash them privately. Yeah, well, but as a matter of fact, I think I, I have a saying: the men that that feel intimidated by our work are the men we don't want. Do you agree, Tammy? Yeah, we want confidence. We want somebody that's not a jealous person or thinking that we're talking about them behind their back that they're confident in who they are yeah the table and yeah that's yeah that's exactly stay tuned for the one where we meet a great guy and we say <laughs> oh, yeah. i'd love to help you both we're, we're definitely gonna do that awesome so we're gonna do an East Coast matching for Dylan and a, a an LA Coast West Coast match for me, and then we'll see what happens, and then we can document it. And I think it would be amazing because I I do think there are a lot of girls and a lot of men that would like to see the behind the scenes to actually understand because there's a lot of talk. Oh, I'll match you. I'll match you. But like, how the hell do you do it? So that would will be a lot of fun. And thank you no, so much. I think it would be a blast. I would yes. love to set you guys up. It's what I do. It's what I'm passionate about. And we, we can discuss more. But I show pictures and profiles. So you would see their information. You would agree. They would agree. We set up the match. And then, you know, you both relay if you liked each other. Of course, if you like each other, you're going to be in touch with each other. And we want it to be as organic as possible. After I make the introduction, we want, you know, you guys to be in touch and and he asks you out again if he likes you, all those types of things. We want it to be as organic as possible. Um, but, we, you know, we're kind of doing all the legwork, making sure they are who they say they are. They're not criminals. We're checking IDs, kind of verifying everyone is who they say they are. So women especially appreciate yeah. that I'm vetting these people for you. And I meet everyone. I, I, you know, if I don't meet them personally, I meet them virtually, uh, making sure everyone looks like their photos, checking ID, making sure everyone's divorced and on the up and up. And <laughs> we were talking about that on, on our Tuesday episode, because we were saying that, you know, these dating apps many times, uh, they lie, they lie a lot. And I think Dylan mentioned something like, yeah, the most important thing is to find out if the guy isn't even married, because there are a lot of creeples out there on these dating apps that... Yeah. They will literally hide their wife and their kids and everything. Right, right. Or they're dating a bunch of people at one time. I mean, people that come to us do tend to be a bit more serious. They are investing in a, a yeah. company. They are a bit, they're busy. They're working hard. They just don't, they don't have the time for five ladies at one time. You know, they want one quality introduction individual to find. And sometimes it takes a little time to find that person, whatnot, but I'm not making two, three matches at one time. You meet one person, see how it goes. If you like them, you continue. If you don't, then we move on. But, you know, the apps, I think everybody is like, oh, somebody else messaged me. Somebody else um, swiped me. Yeah. Oh, let's chat to that person. And it's just overwhelming. always the next best thing. I think it, it's just like yeah. qual quantity over quality. With us, it's really quality over quantity. You and really do you think... And also, yeah, uh, sorry. Also, uh, these dating apps, initially, they started as uh, a sex app, right? Like a banging app, especially Tinder. People would go on Tinder because they wanted to have quick sex. Now it developed into kind of a dating app. 
quote unquote, but like you said, it's a mixed bag. And then this bumble that we talk about, yeah, people say, oh, it's a little better because the woman takes the first step. But let's be honest, it's kind of finding a needle in a haystack. It's super yeah. time consuming. It's insanely ugh, uh, exhausting. I have no patience for it. But then with COVID and everything that we were stuck at home and we couldn't have a lot of contact, I think a lot of single girls like us, they were like, where the hell am I going to meet a nice guy, right? Right, yeah, I know. A lot of people were fed up after COVID. We actually had a, a lull it, it, during COVID as well. People weren't meeting in person. You couldn't go to restaurants. Like, you know, it was hard to, and you were nervous. So, I mean, people were like virtually chatting and dating, but it was it was harder. And people were focusing on their careers. And mm -hmm. so they kind of put a hold on dating. But now we're busier than ever. I can't imagine. Like people are like, I don't want to be alone anymore. If we, you know, yeah. I, 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 I want to find the right person and I want to get out there and I don't want to be alone. I'm sick of being alone, you know? Yeah. So I feel like when you're ready, you're ready. And I feel like, you know, someone that comes to a matchmaker, I feel like everyone's in the same boat. Okay. So it's not a desperation. I feel like it's. It's you are just investing in yourself. People invest in how they look and a trainer and their hair and their color and the, whatever, you know, like we invest in ourselves. We, we, you know, your hair is amazing. Your hair is amazing. Yes. Okay, you know, it's perfect. The perfect color. You know, we invest in ourselves and like sure. we should do the same with finding like a, a, a great partner. Totally. So, you know, someone that is investing in finding a partner, it just should be a positive. Absolutely. And they are a bit more serious. Yeah. So somebody once told me that, and I kind of agree. They said, you know, you pay, like you said, you pay for the way you look, you pay for clothes, you pay for entertainment. Choosing a partner is probably one of, if not the most important decision in your life. So you should really think about, you know, how you're picking that partner. And yeah, it, it's a good argument for using a matchmaker. I, I agree with that. Right. Yeah. They're, they're, they're professional. Like we, you want a professional that's working hard yeah. and focusing on, on that. Yeah. Um, and just doesn't really want to go through all the apps and frustrations or they have, so they are just looking for a better way of meeting quality. And that's what uh -huh. gals want. Yes, we want quality. We want quality. And it's interesting that we were saying that Dylan said that, you know, men get intimidated by the podcast, which is completely true. Uh, many guys that I, I've met through dating apps, the, one of the first questions they ask me is, oh, are you on this dating app uh, for research? Are you going to test me? Are you going to say shit about me? So they get totally intimidated by our work on the podcast and social media. So I have this question for you. Do you think in general men are intimidated by powerful women, by successful women, by women that have public jobs? Or you think that's baloney, that the nice guys will be super supportive of it? I think certain people may be intimidated, but I feel yeah. like you, you, anyone that is successful and professional, um, there is the right one out there for them, which you also 
need to find someone that's like a personality and, and confident and also successful um, that just can handle himself with with all of the mm -hmm. success that you may have. And there are those men. I have those men. They're 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 my clients. Uh -huh. So I, I don't see that being a problem. I feel like it's a positive that someone is successful and and passionate and has has something going on versus someone that can barely pay their bills and wants somebody to take care of them. That's all negative, even to men. Men don't want somebody that's needing someone to take care of them. That's a turnoff. Um, I, I really don't even have the men that want the arm candy that wants to provide for that person. I mean, they, they per, prefer somebody that has a good head on their shoulders, that has career and has their own life and has their own thing going on. Really? That's what the men that come to me want. That's awesome. So somebody to, I, I, I want to, I want to, I want to take care of someone and, and pay their debt. No, uh -huh. they're not asking. So you think that even like the super wealthy guys in general, they want a successful woman. They don't want some Barbie sitting by the pool all day. Right, right. They, I mean, and, and, and you know, it doesn't need to be like, oh, super powerful success. Like, but they don't want somebody that needs to be taken care of. Uh -huh. they, they want somebody that, you know, has their own life and has their own thing going on and can provide for themselves and that's not needing someone for I love that. it. Yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah, I, I started using this phrase too, I think, and it's something I learned from doing the podcast. I think there's a huge difference between wanting someone, wanting a relationship and needing the relationship. Like, need, oh, I need a man. I need a man, right? It's And I think men many times get that vibe from certain girls. They get desperate and they're like, I need, they, they feel like a guy needs to validate them. And as all the, these years from doing the podcast and losing my husband and going through so many nasty dates, I think I was the same. Like on season one, when I talked about my dates, it was almost like I would put up with the worst behavior from men because I kind of felt, oh, I need this guy. Nowadays, I'm like, no, you either treat me like a freaking princess and you're super respectful of my work and my job or, you know, out next because I'm super happy by myself. Right, right. Dylan? Dylan yeah. too, right? Desperation I, is yeah. not, not good. It is so, uh, confidence is so attractive in a man or a woman, right? You are just happy and content with your life, how it is, man or woman. Desperation just pours out of you and... People take advantage of that, and and they're not going to respect you uh -huh. um, it, it, for men or women. You know, you want to be in a good, happy place by yourself that you don't need anyone. But if if somebody came around, that'd be lovely. It'd be nice to you know travel with someone here and there. Yes. You know, eventually, if I found that person, wonderful. Yeah. But do I need someone to make me feel whole? Absolutely not. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly how I feel. I think if a guy feels that you're counting on him to complement your life, you're counting on him to make you happy, 
that's probably a turn off. The same for us. I mean, I don't want a dude like hanging on my shoulders, you know, expecting me to babysit him all day. I want a guy who has his own life, his own work. And then we make a plan. I, I mean, my guy friends tell me that what I want doesn't exist because I want simple, easy, no drama, mature. <laughs> I know we want it all. <laughs> Do you think it exists, Tammy? Or it's like, forget it. Yes. of a couple really great guys that I know well that are, you know, successful, have time to enjoy life and travel, um, and are serious about finding someone, and they're normal, and they're easy to talk to, and they're handsome, and they're fit, and they're active, you know, I, and there's, you know, different age group, like Miami, I, 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 it, I, got, I got it. I've got this. Yeah. I'm very excited. <laughs> Look at Dylan's smile. She's out. not even talking. She's already thinking out. about. <laughs> and I'm gonna take a super quick break, but that's my my next question to you. I can see Dylan like creating her ideal guy in her mind, and I've had this conversation with her many times. And you probably had a lot of clients like her. She thinks, oh, I want a guy who is six foot five and he has to have this and that and that sign. And I always tell her, Dylan, you shouldn't worry about the height and the guy's sign as much as you should worry about his ethics and his work. <laughs> yeah. See, oh, wow. she's going to be a tough one, Tammy. Yeah, see? Yes. I think That's I'm telling you. Yeah. But Dylan I think Dylan is going to be a tough one in the sense that she she's like very stuck on what she wants. She's like not open minded at all. Right, Dills? Right. But you're, you're gorgeous. <laughs> she is. You, can, you, you know, you can be picky. Yeah. If I you a 6'2", I'd be like, Dylan, you got to meet him. Yeah, you're, you're going. going. <laughs> By the way, before we go on a, a minute and a half break for our lovely, lovely sponsor, I have to say that she went on a few dates with a guy here in LA and we talked about it on our Tuesday episode. And we we never name names. We just talk about it. And the guy blocked her. <laughs> so he got like super off. I think she said that he's, he wasn't tall enough or something. Right, like, and by the way, guys, stop lying about your freaking height. Own it, because we're gonna meet you. Yeah, and when they say they're five eight, they're five six or five five. Just freaking tell your height, because we're gonna meet you, right, Tammy? Okay, we're gonna be. I know. Yes. Don't lie. We're going to figure it out. 
Yeah, own it. Own it. You want the person that you meet to love you for you. I keep pounding that over and over and over again. Okay, we'll be right back with Tammy, uh, matchmaker, and Dylan, my co-host, live from Florida. I'm going to take a minute and a half break. So, girls, don't go anywhere. Let's go. Already, we're back with Tammy. Uh, she's a matchmaker. Tell me the name of your company. It's Elite. Elite Connections. Elite Connections. You've been doing this forever and ever and ever. So if anybody knows anything about uh, a, getting a date and a real relationship, it is you. And I'm here with Dylan, my lovely sidekick and co-host. And we are talking about relationships and dating. It's unavoidable to talk a little bit about sex because in my book, sex is a huge, important part of a relationship. And I don't know if you agree with me, Tammy, but this is the question. Um, and it's super controversial. And that's how we got the first matchmaker. I interviewed a little bit in trouble, but I want your opinion. And I know Dylan's opinion, and it's different from mine. Most women think that when you start dating someone, you should wait a while, basically withhold sex from that person if you want that person to take you seriously. Okay, in my opinion, I think this is a game that potentially can backfire. I've interviewed guy friends and they say the same thing. Oh, if you're going to hold your vagina hostage, we're going to go and bang somebody else. This is so stupid. This is so old fashioned. And in my mind, as I am dating someone, I want to kiss them. Eventually, I want to have sex with them because I want to know if we have sexual chemistry. I don't want to be in a relationship that I don't have sexual chemistry with. It's just me. So as a professional, what is your opinion? Like how long should we wait before we have sex with somebody new? I think too soon can be problematic. I think that you uh, don't know someone well enough uh, in the first you know, a couple weeks of seeing someone, really, you're going out with someone once a week. So I feel like you should feel like you are exclusive with this person uh -huh. um, before sleeping with them. Really? But how are you going to get exclusive if you don't know that you guys have this connection, this chemistry? How do you do there that? Can be, there can be other things other than sex. Uh-huh. You know, I'm not saying that you don't need to do the sex, uh -huh. but I feel like if you have sex too soon, yeah, then you are not in a committed relationship with that person. You are potentially just going to be hooking up with that person and not in a relationship with that person. And you don't know if this person is talking to other people, going out with other people. You don't want to be the per with the person that's dating multiple people at one time and you're sleeping with them. Ew, so true. Ugh. And I most guys do do that, know, right? This person is really all into you yeah. and just seeing you and dating you exclusively. Uh -huh. So I feel like that takes five, six, seven dates. Dates. And sometimes that can run into a couple months. So how do you, so on those dates you go to dinner, you talk, you go to sports, whatever. And then what do you do? Can you, you kiss, right? Because to me, the kiss... Right. I think you can do other things. I think there can be some makeout sessions. I think you can see if there's chemistry uh -huh. in other ways yeah. other than sex. 
and I'm not saying hold on forever. Yeah. Human and if you you, you want to see how the connection is there as well. Uh huh. But I think holding off a tiny bit, making sure that you're confident in yeah. the relationship and where it's going and where it's progressing um is 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 really is really kind of important and you know this person you know you want to get involved with this person you like this person you're really you know getting to know this person well is very important yes i agree but what do you You say to you can sit on her face first (laughs) (laughs) i think sitting on their face is uh super intimate it's sex dylan it counts as sex i I agree okay that's what i thought she meant by other things and okay tammy does a blow job count as sex too like in the makeout session or not you know i've had friends that like they get involved in bed too quickly and they're like yeah wrong move yeah he's he's dating other people he totally just stops talking to me okay well you were getting used for sex and yeah you just you know got to know him a little bit better yeah and if, if, if you know you're not good enough to to to, to wine and dine for a couple months then screw him like he's not the one that you want to be with it totally and has happened to me yeah uh-huh. late yeah. yeah it it has happened to me in the past i admit i jumped the gun i'm like oh my god i like this guy so much and then i yeah. thought we had this major connection and slowly but surely the dude just disappeared now, what do you say to the men out there, including some guys that I interviewed on season three? They say, look, if I like the girl after a bunch of dates, I want to have sex with her. If she doesn't give me sex, I'm going to go get it with somebody else. Yeah, I agree. But I guess what is a bunch of dates? Um, a bunch. Of, like you said, it could be five, six days. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it, I guess it depends. I mean, I... It depends on how often you're seeing someone. If you're seeing someone two times a week and you know they're not talking and they're 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 getting back to you and they're asking you out again and they mm-hmm. seem very interested and you really are getting to know this person, uh-huh. it may happen quicker uh-huh. than seeing someone every two weeks. I mean, it just varies. Everyone, yeah. you know, really, I would say probably not within the first three, four, five days. Like oh, that's wow. really okay. still getting to know someone and you're not in a, 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 a relationship with that person. You're just dating and you're just getting to know that person. And they could be doing the same thing with two other people. That's so disgusting, right? No, why? Or dating with three yeah. other, four other people? Yeah, I know. But that, so that's the question I always have. Like if you're dating someone, okay? And let's say in my case, you had sex. If you're enjoying each other, why in the world would you still be out there looking for somebody else just because men are going to be men? Because like if I meet someone that I really like and I'm really into that guy, my behavior is, well, I want to get to know that guy. I want to enjoy what I, what's going on between me and that guy. I want to enjoy my chemistry with that guy. I'm not going to go out there banging different men every weekend. You know what I mean? So why would a guy... If he's with me, enjoying my company, enjoying getting to know me, our sex is great. Why would he still be fishing out there for other women? Maybe he was already talking to other women. Ah. He was already in contact and he was already gone out with a couple dates here and there. And they're following up and they're like, how are you? I'd love to see you. 
it could be from the other woman's end too that's uh-huh. still pulling him in yeah entangled with other people so that's why it's important to have conversations you like someone you've gone out with them three four times okay so what's the deal are you talking to other people are you just talking to me i mean it's it's fine like let's have conversations let's be honest we're adults is it okay for the woman <laughs> young man. So is it okay for the woman to start that conversation? Or you think the man is in general going to feel like, ooh, she's putting me against the wall. I don't like that. I feel like if it's been, um, you know, you're in touch quite often, he's asking you out quite often, you've been out a handful of times, uh-huh. I think it's okay to say like, so what else do you have going on? Are, 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 are you, you know, talking to other people, you know, mm-hmm. uh, where, where are we? I think it's okay for a woman to be honest and ask for some communication and see where they're at, see where their head's at. And then mm-hmm. you can decide for, if he's like, yeah, not really. I mean, sometimes they'll lie. Sometimes they won't be honest. Yeah. Um, but I feel like if you put it out there, maybe he's like, oh, she's pretty serious. And, and, you know, I feel the same way about her. So maybe I do want to focus on her. Mm-hmm. Very good advice that I should take for myself. But I, I, I've been known to jump the gun in the past and now I'm trying to learn from my mistakes. Sure. So let's say, life's all about. yeah, Dylan and I, I'll probably die and I'm not going to learn anything, but whatever, we keep trying. <laughs> I'm a firm believer. Like I, I totally believed in the fairy tale and love. So I think we got to keep searching. Now, uh, Dylan and I are completely different when it comes to dating. Like I said, my approach is, uh, maybe because I'm a Pisces and I'm super romantic and everything. I meet a guy and like I said, two, three dates. I'm like, okay, let's just do this. Let's figure it all out. And Dylan will make the guy wait forever and ever and ever. <laughs> and she thinks it's a privilege to take her around the corner to Starbucks, <laughs> which I think is great. So what would you say like to both of us, what is the midterm so we don't drive the guy crazy in her case or I don't lose the guy too quickly in my case because I just give him, and I hate this phrase that the other matchmaker uses, oh, don't give out the goods. Like I'm not a freaking good to give out. Or why would you you buy the cow when the milk is free? I know. I don't like this expression. Something in the middle, right? Yeah. Meet in the middle. Yeah, so how do you do that? <laughs> you know, I think every every situation situation is different. And I feel like I, I I mean my advice is don't give it away too soon as well. It you really want to have like a good foundation with this person. It doesn't yeah. you don't want it to be all about sex. You right. want to know this person and you don't know this person after a couple of dates. True. So I feel like that's more important. Yeah. Is really a, a foundation and like being a friend and getting along and laughing and enjoying each other's company and doing the same things and 
and enjoying each other and whatever you do and adventures. And yes, sexual chemistry is important as well. But I feel like in the long run, the foundation of like a friendship and really getting along with someone and enjoying someone will take you the long haul. Um, yes, you need to have it all, but I feel like if you jump into something too soon, then it's just going to be more about that. And I feel I, like it ends things quicker if you start too soon. I have a question along the lines of that. I'm so glad that you brought that up because something that I found in my own life and that I discussed with my girlfriends is that normally like what I believe is us women are very honest and upfront, like from the beginning, right? We don't try and like hide things. And then God, and then, you know, we only get better from there, right? We kind of start with the bad and get better. And guys, it's almost the opposite. They start with this romantic prince with this chariot. (laughs) So true. And they look like a knight in shining armor and everything's great. And then you find out later on, like, they have some major problems, you know, like with money, with their mom, whatever it may be, some major (laughs) issues, right? And you find out when once it's too late, once you're like, oh shoot, he's been wooing me all of this time and I've been honest and I thought he's being honest, but really he's just listening to me. And now I find out he is a schmuck and it's too late. You know, my feelings are already in it. Yeah. Well, you think that's true? That's that's just, that's just life. That's just vetting, vetting who you are with, um, friends, uh, new friends, new people in your life. Um, that's just, you got to go through it and you got to learn and you got to investigate. And sometimes things don't come out if somebody's not honest. Um, and so even for myself, people come to me and they might not be honest about lawsuits or bankruptcy or what, you know, people are not always upfront. It's tough to open up your whole life, life, right? Like blah, 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 right at once. It's tough, right? Right, right. So those types of things are just life and it will come out and you'll have to decide if you want to deal with it or not. Yeah. And if it's a deal breaker, then it's a deal breaker and you move on and you cut your losses and you know, you you move on to finding your person and you don't settle for something that isn't for you. Um, we have this one life and we all deserve the best and to be happy. And you just keep trying until you, you know, don't let it taint you and, you know, just yes. move on and don't be angry about it. Let's let's find somebody that suits us right. And maybe you covered this, but I, I mean, you know, this is an assumption I'm making, but I think it's fair to say where this is a predominantly patriarchal society, right? And so probably most of your clients, most of the guys that are paying for this are men, I would imagine. So I want to know how you meet girls. Well, yeah, men and women do pay and join with us. But um, we do recruit, uh, you know, a lot of people just kind of Google matchmaker. They want a different way of meeting, um, you know, people in the area. So they Google, they look into it. Um, Typically, women are a little maybe tired of the online. So they start looking into matchmaker. Oh, yes. So long that, um, you know, we have such a large company, uh, friends of friends, referrals, word of mouth. We have a large team. um, So we get referrals from friends. a lot of people just look into our company and they research and they they reach us um so i mean tens of thousands of clients in our database um we're not short on on you know clients that we're that are kind of in our system and we're working for and we have offices you know nationwide and internationally so we really can help anyone anywhere um but the majority of our clients do come to us they um 
Awesome. They hear about us. Uh, they, uh, a friend tells them about us. Um, there are not many companies can say they've been in business as long as we have. There's, you know, a couple that have been around as long as we have. So just, you know, we, we treat our clients well. We um, have good reputation. They look into our company and they're like, yeah, that sounds great. I want somebody that is vetting and screening and checking IDs and making sure they look at their photos and they're not living in grandma's basement. You know, just... <laughs> Yeah, they're not a child molester, a kidnapper. They don't have three wives. You know the basics, right? Have a freaking job. Yeah. So we do. We do kind of go at their word with approximately what they make, but we don't relay that to anyone. Okay. And we do check it. You know, we can, we check if somebody owns their home, those types of things. Yeah. But we don't really know what's going in and what's coming. What's you know going in and going out. Um, that's kind of up to them, but we do verify what they do for a living. If they own their company, those types of things we do verify. So for new girls, uh, like me and Dylan, do you kind of coach us on how to date before we screw it up completely? Or you just tell us, look, do you feel like this guy go good luck? Or do you kind of help us learn how to date? Cause I honestly feel and I keep saying that, and of course, the guys that listen to my podcast, they know, um, I don't know how to date. I keep hearing this expression, dating is a game, dating is a game, you got to play the game. Even Dylan, many times she has all these pointers, do this, do I'm like, oh, this is exhausting, I don't want to play a game, I don't want to play this game. I just want to date and find somebody nice, so what would you do? Yeah, I do. I do kind of coach my clients along the way. I get feedback on on what happens. Let's say you Kat, you go out with someone and he he relays, oh, she was talking about this and this turned me off and this was negative or whatever. I can relay that and kind of help you for the next day. Cool. So that's kind of nice. I'm a fly on the wall between the two of you, letting you know, oh, this might have turned him off, and let's. Let's tweak it for the future, whatever. Maybe you don't even realize you're doing it. Um, And with the games and the texting and how long do you wait and all those things, yes, I like to help. Um, I I, I do it daily. Um, So, like, I'll set something up and I'm like, oh, she hasn't heard from you. You should reach out and let her know that you're excited to see her on Friday. (laughs) Um, that you are, uh, you know, you know, follow up within a day of meeting. If you're interested, you ask out again. These are things that, like, you think people should know. Uh-huh. Sometimes, like, you get overwhelmed and you're working so hard, and you're like, oh, I, 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 I am interested, but I don't want to be too forward. I don't want to seem desperate, you know. So it, it is. Yeah, it's exhausting, time. isn't it? Uh, to right. me, it's exhausting. Yeah. Like. Should I wait? Some girls say, oh, wait 24 hours. Then other girls say, wait 12. Oh, make him wait. Oh, it's Friday. Don't answer on Friday. Don't answer. And I'm like, seriously? I'm just like, if I want to talk to someone, I say, hi, how are you? How are you doing? And if I don't, I say, look, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I don't ghost. That's another thing that drives me bonkers out of my mind when adults do that. Be a freaking adult, you know? And uh, I mean, but obviously... My strategy has not worked for me. Let's be honest about it. <laughs> it's been a disaster. So I guess I got to change it. And Dylan has all this. She approaches date kind of like a war game. You know, she has a, 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 a phrase for everything and a timing for everything, for text, for phone calls, da, 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 da. 
so I mean, how is there a middle ground, or do I have to play the game? I I actually do, don't like the game playing either. If you like someone, tell them. If you want to see someone, let them know. If you want to see someone for a second date, uh, you know. From a man in the beginning, I think it's nice um, to let the woman know that they're interested, that they want to take you out again. But, you know, from there, I feel like it's nice for a woman to also relay, I'd love to see you. What are you doing this weekend? Or, yeah. you know, I'd love to make plans again. Just like let them know you're also interested. Yeah. You always have to come from the man. Um, but in the beginning, I do think it's nice, traditional for the man to reach out and ask you out and for totally. date even. But then you're going out uh, after a second date. Thank you for dinner. I really enjoyed the evening. I'm looking forward to seeing you again. Kind of. Yeah. I think it's nice to relay that to the man, give him the confidence that you are interested, that you're liking him, that you are wanting to see him again. Um, because there are so many games and there's so many rules. And I feel like it's, it's nice to be open, upfront, honest, <laughs> the ghosting, like let somebody know you're, you know, you were lovely. I just, I didn't, I didn't feel the connection. And I, I, I so wish you all the luck. Yeah. Versus feeling the pain of being ghosted. So, you know, how it's very painful. Yeah. It is very painful. Guys, don't freaking be, do it. To be clear, I don't play games. I am just aware of the games <laughs> that they're playing, almost inherently, right? You and strategize. So I'm Kat, my friend Kat, and I'm like, listen, this is what's in their head, okay? I'm going to put yeah, it in their head. This is what they're doing. <laughs> do as you wish. <laughs> you strategize oh my god this is super cool advice i think you're amazing i'm super excited are you excited dylan so excited i'm thrilled and i think yes yeah because i have to tell you tammy when that lady told me i don't want to match you i'm afraid to match you it really hurt my feelings because i was like I think I am matchable, you know, and and I, I people have told me before, are you a handful? Yes, a lot of guys get super intimidated by my work. They are afraid of the podcast. They're afraid I'm going to talk about them. And I have said in the past, if you're a decent human being, I'm not going to say anything about you. If you're a creeple, an a-hole, I might call it out, but I'm not even going to say your name. Like like Dylan talked about this dude on Tuesday. We didn't say who he was. We just said he wasn't tall enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe she's afraid of negative exposure, but like negative happens. Like that's just yeah. life. And there will be bad things and there will be Yes, but and I, it's yeah. just part of life. Yeah, so and I'm excited. And I'm not scared at all. <clears throat> yeah. You guys are both Thank you. Yeah, no, that's what I love that you said. I'm excited because you you didn't feel intimidated. And I mean, let's admit it. It's a lot of work because, uh, yeah, we're, I don't think we're like the easiest people in the world to match. But I guess nobody is, right? Do you think there is somebody that is like super easy to match? No, everybody everybody has their, their, their person that they are looking for and their specifics and they're attracted to a certain person and everybody's got their stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's what I do every single day. So awesome. I know. Before I let you go, I have another question. And you should want incredible. So yeah. I get it. Yeah. So I don't know if Dylan has another question, but I have one more. Uh, regarding age difference, 
a lot of guys like dating way younger women. And I always liked older men. My husband uh, was 23 years older than me. And I loved that. I, and I used to go for a lot older guys just because I think they have their shit together. Uh, you know, they, they're intelligent. They've been through the midlife crisis, blah, blah, blah. But, but like sometimes now I see, especially here in LA, a lot of women are going for a lot younger guys because they're like, oh, these older men have too much baggage. A lot of them are, you know, don't take care of themselves. They're not healthy. They're always sick. Uh, but there is prejudice, right, about it. Or what do you say regarding age? Do you try to match people closer to age or it doesn't matter? I mean, yeah, I, I, everyone has their preference and what they're, they're wanting, men and women. So mm -hmm. I take that into consideration when matching. But usually women, um, I mean, what I see is women typically give me their age and eight or 10 years older, maybe a couple of years younger, mm -hmm. but men don't typically come to me and want to date older. That's just what I see. I just don't yeah. see it very often, a few years sometimes, uh -huh. but usually women like to date a little older. They're, um, you know, they're kind of settled. They are have their lives together. They um, they're not as scared to date a little older. Yeah. Um, and men, you know, they they just don't typically go older. They'll go yeah eight eight to ten, maybe a little more younger. Um, but I think that's typically the age of what I see with people that come to me. Cool. And do you think the sign? So many people talk about sign. Oh, he's a a Virgo. He's this. He's that. He's that. Do you think that it's Dylan, Dylan, she's guilty of that. When she was on Bumble, she's like, oh, he's a Taurus. No way. Oh, he's a... I'm like, Dylan, will you stop yeah. looking at the freaking sign and look at what the guy does for a living, where he lives? Look at height and sign and look at their freaking job. Right, right. So... It's really important to some people. So what do you say to people like that, Tammy? It is important to some people and sometimes that is their deal breaker and you know um yes you can tell someone to be as open-minded till i'm blue in the face but <laughs> it's a deal breaker for them just like they wouldn't date somebody with kids or that doesn't have kids or whatever if it's someone's deal breaker then it's someone's deal breaker and i don't think that they'll, they'll give somebody an opportunity if it's on their deal breaker list is it on your deal breaker list dylan the sign i think it is right <laughs> no, I don't want to be that close-minded about it, honestly. Especially yeah. Oh, so awesome. In summary, be open-minded. Don't concentrate on specific inches, on specific pounds. <laughs> I personally think lifestyle and what you want to do 
uh, with your life. And like you said, major things like having kids, having dogs, you know, where you want to live, these things are super important. And uh, sexual compatibility, chemistry, all of these things, you know. I keep saying sex, sex. (laughs) (laughs) To me, yes, to me it is. Honestly, I was in a marriage. My husband was wonderful in many things, but our sex life was so freaking crappy. And I admit it, for 15 freaking years, I I, I didn't even know what sex was anymore. And I love it. It's so important to me. Even if it's like with my vibrators, I have to have it. So I'm going to be honest with the guy. Look, if if you don't have a super high sex drive, if you're one of those dudes like, oh, once a week, honestly, Tammy, I don't want it. It's not going to work for me. You know, I want the guy that really likes it as much as I do. Is that being too picky? No, that's okay. Okay. you, You know what you want. You deserve it. We have this one life. Yes. And you deserve to have that in your life. Yeah. You're amazing. I loved it. Thank you. It was so fun, you guys. Thank you. So we are going to be talking to Tammy off air and figuring out how uh, we're going to do this matchmaking experience. And I promise I am going to bring it to you guys step by step by step. And this is going to be super interesting. Because Dylan and I are in different geographical areas. We have completely different ages, which is great too. And we have completely different taste in men. So it's going to be amazing. And I am going to document everything here on the podcast and on my social media, Kat Zamuro and Dylan's social media, Billion Dylan. So you guys, if you want to know anything else about uh, the world of matchmaking and Tammy's being amazing, she has the cojones, no pun intended, to put it all out there and say, I'm going to match these girls. Or I'm not going to match these girls, but I'm going to show it all. So thank you so much, Tammy. You're incredible. I'm excited. Yeah. Introduced to you and, and help you girls out. Awesome. So this was Cat on the Loose on Friday. I'm going to get cut off for running out of time. And you guys have an amazing weekend out there. And we'll be back soon with Tammy. And uh, Tuesday, I'm back with Dylan. We're going to talk about a bunch of other exciting things. Thank you, Tammy. It was great. Bye. Bye. Thank you.